Good morning. It's time to talk about Sack City Podcast, which is now sponsored by Manscaped. The best thing for your sack since sliced? Well, sacks. Keep your sack smooth with the new Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer for those bushy sacks. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant for those smelly sacks. And take care of those extra sacks with the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. Not to mention some performance boxer briefs and a travel sack to put your goodies in. Manscaped is a sack leader with over 6 million worldwide who trust this product. That's roughly 12 million sacks. So join them with this exclusive offer of 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code SACCITY at manscaped.com. That's promo code SACCITY at manscaped.com for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Order your sack saver now and show your sack the love it deserves. Manscaped. Got Bush? Sack City. Welcome into another edition of the Sack City Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, joined as always by my best friend in the whole entire world. He is Aaron the Mukes, I am Mukes, as well as your boy, my boy, everybody's boy. He is AJ Johnson. It is a beautiful August 31st morning here in the city. Uh, we have a fantasy drive show coming up. What is wrong? What is wrong? <laughs> Vinny in there whispering like he's at his mom's <laughs> basement. Well, no, I, I don't know. How, I don't know Welcome, how, everybody! I don't know how it's going to work because obviously, so just pull back the curtain. I am sitting on a cooler in my empty living room right now, <laughs> three hours or four hours away from driving myself to Connecticut uh, on my laptop. And I have not used my laptop microphone or any of this stuff in a very long time. So I have to get used to this again. Um but this is how it's going to be for the next few days. So there you go. Um, why, why do you got to whisper? Because I, again, I don't want to blow. I don't want to. I don't want to blow. I my yell every up. day, and I use my laptop mic every day. Great. Well, I'm gonna then 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 hold on. Let me let me let's just uh, hold on here. Hold on here. Let's just. Uh... Good morning, Sack City. Welcome into another episode of Really. I should have said it's the Fantasy Drive. Presented by the Sac City Podcast, the number one fantasy show on the web. Don't check stats because it doesn't matter. We are the number one show <laughs> on the webs. He is my best friend, Aaron Mukes. He is your boy, AJ Johnson. I am me. We've got a great show ahead of us. We are going to be mock drafting for the final time uh, this season. It's going to be very fun to kind of shit on each other's picks one last time because it's draft season, ladies and gentlemen. Some of you may have already started yeah. your draft. Uh, some of you may have already have draft may have drafts this weekend. Um, and we're here to basically help you win your championships, put you in the, we, we want to put ourselves in your shoes in these mocks and help you make the right picks when it comes down to it. Uh, before we get into the show though, I do want to give a special shout out and a thank you to you two gentlemen for holding down the fort last night while I was dying. Uh, an unexpected death uh on my part right before the show uh but i want to thank you gentlemen for holding down the fort yeah man yeah that's what we do we're here for you thank you. Uh, we, i i i uh, got a call from uh from the, the the powers that be the bosses upstairs and they they thought they actually offered me your job but i told him you know what Vinny's my best friend i'll let him keep his host you want to know why i know that wasn't true here aaron go ahead and talk oh wait Wrong black guy. Oh Plan wait! Insert Plan if we could. Oh wait! If we really had to count the times that's happened in our shows, again, it far that's exceeds. Why, that's why if there's any if there's any talk of of what's happening in the host role, it's we're all equal, and there's no one that's better. <laughs> you do the same shit I do, but either way, uh, sexy pot is an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> well, to be fair, to be fair, Vinny, I don't know if you saw the beginning. I I was the first person to play. Good morning. You were, and I'm. I was very happy to see that uh, for the first time because I always just roll into the headlines so fast that it never happens. So I yeah, was I very happy to see that. Thank you. 
thank you. Thank you. You'll get there. You'll get there. All right. Well, we're not going to beat around the bush here, gentlemen. We are actually going to get right into our mock draft. So this is actually not the draft order. We're going to do one of these bad boys and go into the draft settings and uh, go to draft order. And it randomized a few times. And there we go. That's how it's going to be. Oh, wow. We are all in the back half of this draft. Mm. Everyone okay with this draft order? Do I have a choice? I mean, if you feel like you can give me more insight at a different position or a different position in this draft, by all means. I mean, I don't because <laughs> there's three of us. and I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with the back end of the draft. I would have liked to see somebody in the front, like towards like one, two, three, or four, but I, so they AJ, can get go their to three. That's what I mean. I know AJ won. He's just, he's just chomping at the bit to go to well, three. Well, no, that works. We kind of have every little right one through four yeah. five through eight yeah yeah, yeah. and i just need to uh while we're doing this actually while well, i'm gonna i'm gonna play with the settings eight, here to make sure everything well, is how everybody's gonna pick oh my oh that was weird that was that really, was really weird. weird uh <laughs> but yeah basically what i was gonna say was we all know who everybody's gonna listen to. pick 12 yeah for sure that's that's exactly what's gonna happen um okay so before while i get the draft actually ready with the amount of picks that we need to do AJ, load up those golden pipes of yours and tell oh. the people at home where they can follow us at. What a wonderful surprise, except it's not because I'm always ready to tell everybody at home to holler at your boys at Sac City Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. We have loved the support. We appreciate the love. And thank y'all. We are at the 500 mark on, on YouTube, have surpassed it, but the grind never stops. So now we're headed to 1,000. So who can you tell? to help us get to that 1,000 mark on YouTube. All you got to do is find your best friend, find your best enemy, find someone you never met, and tell them to go to at Sac City Pod on YouTube and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Hit those subscribes, hit those loves, hit those follows. We appreciate it. Your boys are right here in the fantasy season. All there, right. There you have it. And after this quick commercial break, we are going to be getting into our mock draft, our final mock draft of the season. This season preview is brought to you by Manscaped's brand new ultra premium two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. This luxurious lather cleanses and nourishes in just one step. Using coconut water, green tea, and aloe, this non-greasy daily formula is naturally hydrating and rich in antioxidants to revitalize the look and feel of your hair. So head on over to manscaped.com and use the promo code SACCITY for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. The new ultra premium two-in-one shampoo and conditioner from Manscaped. Take care of hair everywhere. Let's do it. Oh, my. I have my sound on. I, this, oh. this, is, this is what happens. This is what happens. That was interesting and happy. And I'm <laughs> so were there some different rules in this life? Uh, you know, this is the way the draft actually panned out. But here's what we're going to do here. Well, should we force team two to pick not Derrick Henry? Why? No. Okay, then there you go. Merry Christmas. You have Jonathan Taylor. Pick you're going to be in drafts, and this is a good spot. To, go ahead, AJ. Yeah. I know who you're going to pick. You're taking Jonathan Taylor here, but oh, there's going to be people in drafts that do stupid shit. I was just yeah. in a draft. Matter of fact, we have been in drafts that people yeah. do some stupid shit, yeah. and that's you want to take Derrick Henry at two? By all means, good and, luck. And despite you. despite that, we don't agree with that pick. There are many people who think that is the right pick. So it uh yeah. Yeah. Just, a, just a little surprising. I didn't know if you switched some things around. So No, no, I didn't. So the way this draft worked for people listening on the audio platforms, the first two picks were actually Christian McCaffrey and Derek Henry. Um, and it is kind of a lesson to everybody that drafts can be fluid. Do not, do not go in there just expecting one thing to happen and not having a plan for something else happening. It all could go out. It could all go up in flames or it could all work out in your favor, like AJ getting Jonathan Taylor at pick three. Um, the way the draft panned out, Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup, Dalvin Cook before I was on the clock. You guys know how high I am on Justin Jefferson. I would honestly pick him maybe with the second overall pick. I took him. Aaron capped out round one and started round two with DeAndre Swift and Alvin Kamara. Um, my pick and AJ's pick were pretty obvious. Aaron, do you uh, – Want to shed some light on your back-to-back picks there with Swift and Kamara? Yeah, we're talking about both Swiss Army Knights, both really good in the past game. Obviously, if you're playing in a PPR league, ton of volume there. I do not fear Alvin Kamara's suspension. We have got to remember how good Alvin Kamara is when he's on the field. I think he's really good when he's on the field. I think his draft. 
I don't know what's I don't know what's going on with this internet. Uh, maybe I didn't pay my bill. Uh, <laughs> but I think by the time people draft next week, Alvin Kamara will be a first rounder. I really do believe that. Uh, he's creeping up, and I don't think he gets suspended this year. I thought those two were pretty easy picks here. Okay. Right? Especially okay. knowing that I'm not getting back to running back. Like, there's no RBs that are coming back my way in the third round that I'm going to be able to get. So I have to go running back. Yeah. And after you, two running backs did go shortly after you, I should say. Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Stephon Diggs, and Travis Kelsey followed your picks. I'm back on the clock here. Um, and I'm, and again, this is mock drafts are, there's a lot of, there's a lot of mock drafts where you just want to say, okay, I want to try some things out, see how your team forms, get some practice in, um, see what you're going to be okay with in drafts. Um, and I'm kind of going to go with that strategy here, but also, maybe act like this is a real draft for me and make sure that these picks. Yeah. So this is draft week. So we really, it should be as close. I'm actually going to take Josh Allen here. Um, It might be, you might look at, I know, look at me disgusted taking a quarterback this early, Um, but I want to, I want to go for it. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen. You do realize it's not a two quarterback league, right? I realize it's a one quarterback league and Josh Allen's the best quarterback in fantasy football. You have no running back. <laughs> we will play the, we will cross that. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. This looks exactly like the one that I did uh, about three months ago or something when we did our uh, our last As, one of our last mock drafts. I'll say this: and people out there that believe in zero running back strategy, if you're going to go zero running back strategy, uh, look at Vinny's draft, and that's not how you do it. If you're going to go zero <laughs> running back strategy. You have to take either the best tight end in round two in a. Mark Andrews, or you have to go another top end receiver there in Tyreek Hill or somebody like that. Can't take a quarterback there. Nope. So many. Can't. Can't. So, there. Hey, hey, again, this is us talking things out and telling the viewer what they need to be doing in their drafts. Yeah. AJ, you are now on the clock uh, with the third to last pick in the second round. I'm not sure yeah. why I went that route. Um, Hill, Andrews, Debo went after I selected Allen. You were on the clock. Take us through what you're going through. So I'm actually very excited. I did not think this pick would get back to me. And I actually feel like this is a very easy pick for me. Uh, So I have Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to go back to back and grab another running back. And Saquon Barkley is sitting right there at the top. Uh, After seeing what this offense has looked like in the preseason, I'm I'm confident that he's going to be a big part of this. I think he's healthy. And I think he's ready to run run wild on the NFL. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and grab Saquon here at the back half of the second round. And my thought now as it comes back, if you don't mind, I'll do it for you. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Javon, Javante Williams and CeeDee Lamb went after me to close out the second round. We come around to the third, and it starts with Leonard Fournette and Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts seems to have been going in the third round for every single draft since the beginning of mock drafts at this point. Um, so now I'm sitting here, and there's so many wide receivers. I, I like the thought process of getting a top one. But then there's these running backs sitting at the top here that I'm excited about as well. I know people are down on Ezekiel Elliott, but I still think he's a very strong fantasy candidate, even if there's fantasy regression. James Conner, we talked about. There's nobody else in that backfield. Um, I mean, I can go really strong here with running backs and knock some wide receivers out later in the draft, and I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to follow a little bit of the suit with – the slight regression on Ezekiel Elliott, no offense to our fellow cowboy, but I'm going to go with James Conner and uh, and grab that third running back and start mine what? off with Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley. What regression are you talking about with Ezekiel Elliott? There are a lot of people that there are a lot of people out in the fantasy world that think that Zeke is going to have regression. They think he's got a pullback. They think Tony Pollard is going to have a little extra extra reps, so on and so forth. I don't think I've ever heard anyone use the word regression and Zeke in the same sentence, but maybe I'm not watching. That is not true. I watched Aaron fight people all season long. No, 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 that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying people are down on Zeke, but like, I've never heard the word regression come in a sentence with a writer, a running back that had a type of season like last year where it was like, it wasn't phenomenal. Like Zeke didn't have a phenomenal year where it's like, oh, there's going to be like James Conner, his touchdowns, what he got last year. That was a a great amount of touchdowns to where the word regression can come up. I just don't, that's just me. Maybe that's just like the word. Yes, correct. I just don't like the word. Zeke is basically where I was going. Correct. 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 Um, 
I want to, Aaron, I'm going to let you speak in just a second because I, I want to I, I want to double dip with what you're about to say here and see and get two takes from you um, as we progress through this draft. One is on what AJ just talked about with Zeke, James Conner, all that stuff, but also talking about Saquon Barkley and maybe talking to the viewers about how they should be feeling about Saquon this year. Well, if you're going to take Saquon at two point at the 210, um, Zeke's still on the board, and you could get him at, well, in your case, you could have got him at 3-3, or Vinny could get him here at 3-7. That's, that's I, exactly where I'm going, actually. I think I think those are very – I don't know how people can be excited for Saquon and then down on Zeke. I, I think that's counterintuitive or counterproductive or whatever you want to say it. Um, Zeke's been consistent. Saquon has not. Zeke's been healthy. Saquon has not. Uh, so And Zeke's in a better offense. Saquon is not. So – um, I have them close to each other. I don't have either one of them going really in the first two rounds, although I do like the Saquon Barkley pick. I did say I thought he could be uh, have a bounce back here, but I also feel the same way about Ezekiel Elliott. I think people are down on him with absolutely no validity whatsoever. There's nothing in Zeke's career that, re- that says he should be down on. There's nothing in his forecast for this year that says people should be down on him. It's literally people just making the fact that they want to say he's down on him and then everybody follow suits because there's no actual proof that says people should be down on him so i don't understand it i never will we've had that argument um yeah i don't even try to to, to talk about it anymore because it really doesn't matter uh people are going to believe what they believe until they see him on the field so uh so yeah so i think that's a great honestly if you're going to get an rb1 in the third round you're able to get an yeah. ezekiel Elliott there you got lucky yeah. uh, like that's a that's a win because outside of that when he takes james connor there you're now looking at etn Cam Akers, David Montgomery, one of those guys being your RB1, you'd have been in big trouble, in my opinion. So yeah. um, nice grab there with Elliott. Um, that brings it to me. Uh, I This is pretty simple for me, um, to be honest. I have no doubt who I'm taking here. I'm going back-to-back wide receivers, and I'm taking T. Higgins, and I'm taking Michael Pittman. Oh, Tell us about that Michael Pittman. T. Higgins, we know we we talked about before, but tell us about Michael Pittman and the way and and his I don't want to say hype train, but talk about Michael Pittman and, and the potential that he could see this year. Yeah, it's funny because I actually I probably should have clicked Michael Pittman first because that who I think is going to finish higher. Um, I think he's a wide receiver one this year. I think he finishes as in the top twelve in wide receivers because of Matt Ryan, because of his year that he had last year, now breaking out. I think in year number three. I just think he fits exactly, and he's the only target there. He fits what Matt Ryan wants to do. Big red zone target, going to score touchdowns. Nobody else really to – no tight end, no other receivers to take targets from him. Uh, I just think this is Michael Pittman's breakout year. I'm talking 1,300, 1,400 yards, 10-plus touchdowns, and, you know, close to 100 catches for Michael Pittman Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan is one of the most accurate quarterbacks in football. Carson Wentz was one of the worst last year in uh, on-target throws. And I think that only helps on Michael Pittman this year. Give me all the Michael Pittman that I can most, most. Yeah, I, I like him a lot as well. He's one of those guys. I think he's a fantasy darling this year for sure. Um, after, so after you went, it was Cam Akers, Darren Waller, Terry McLaurin, and David Montgomery following you uh, to kick off round four. We've seen three quarterbacks off the board. Mahomes, Herbert followed my pick of Josh Allen. Um, I'm back on the clock here. I have Justin Jefferson, Josh Allen, and Ezekiel Elliott. I am obviously happy that I was able to get Ezekiel Elliott as my running back one. Uh, I'm going to follow that up with a running back that I've been wishy-washy on, and I'm not afraid to say that I've been playing the fence with this next running back that I'm going to take. But it is Josh Jacobs, and maybe I'm – buying into what Aaron is selling me about Josh Jacobs. And maybe I'm also buying what I'm selling about Josh Jacobs. Um, I'm still taking the background. I'm still taking him in drafts um, after clearly buying what was sold to me on him. Um, But the fear is definitely still there of how this season turns out for him. Um, But I'm willing to take that chance on someone who like Aaron has said many a times, he has done nothing wrong uh, and has nothing to show you that he's going to be a bad running back. Um, so I have Josh Jacobs, Zeke, Josh Allen, and Justin Jefferson on my squad. Deontay Johnson followed me, DJ Moore, Brees Hall. AJ is now on the clock with three running backs on his squad, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon, and James Conner. AJ, where are you going here? 
All right. So for me, uh, I am liking the idea of taking, uh, getting, finally getting my first wide receiver. And, uh, you know, despite what a lot of people think, I am, I have the thought process of a DK Metcalf here, but uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and take Jalen Waddle, even with the idea of a Tyree kill in this offense. Uh, I think they are going to complement each other quite well, and Jalen Waddle is going to actually benefit from having a Tyree kill. I don't think he's going to just blow anything out of the water, but he's too talented of a receiver to just be dropped off in that offense. I think they have a very good plan on using him uh, as well. So I like that for a start. Um, and then I'm going to go and get another receiver. Cortland Sutton and DK Metcalf just went in front of me. We talked a little bit about these two guys here that I'm looking at. Um, Mike Williams had a good season last year. Allen Robinson sitting there. We think we like what he's going to be able to do in LA with Matt Stafford, easily the best quarterback that he's played with. Um, I think I am going to go uh, with Mike Williams. Uh, I like his upside. I like his, his uh, deep threat ability. Uh, the way they were using him in the A-Dot a couple of years ago or last season, uh, more of that uh, closer to the first down, closer to the 10 yards per target type. Uh, I like that that possibility, so I'm uh, I'm sticking with Michael Williams. If Cortland Sutton hadn't made it to me, that would have been my easy pick, but he didn't, yeah. and I'm not sure how I feel about Judy as well. So. so that's actually where I wanted to go here. As I make my – you said if Sutton was there, it would have been your easy pick. Allen Robinson is there for me, and that's my easy pick. Um, but, Aaron, before you make your pick – uh, Michael Thomas, Antonio Gibson, Hollywood Brown, Omari Cooper went after that. Um, but Aaron, can you talk a little bit about Jerry Judy as you make your two picks here? Yeah, I think Jerry Judy actually, I, I, you guys know I love, I love Courtney Sutton. I think he has the, the biggest chance to be the breakout guy in Denver. But Jerry Judy is, is something that intrigues me because I think he might end up playing that Tyler Lockett role. I know we've talked about KJ Hamler, but I think Jerry Judy is going to be that big play guy. And then we look at, who's been healthy out of those receivers. He's the only one that's really not been hurt. You had Corlin Sutton, who's had a big injury. KJ Hamler's had a big injury. Uh, I think Jerry Judy has been kind of the consistent guy there. He's an excellent route runner. Obviously there's been question marks with his hands, but he was one of the better pass catchers of the football in college. And, and he had some drop issues early. I really don't worry about his hands. I think Jerry Judy's going to have a sneaky good. Um, and, and again, maybe it's because I think the Denver offense is going to be pretty good with the run game that they have and the, and the weapons they have. But it, although I did start out as saying I thought Cortland Sutton was the clear number one there, I think this might be closer to a thousand and thousand for both guys instead of one at 1400 and the other one at, you know, eight or 900. Um, I think it's going to be closer to that year that Amari Cooper and Gallup and CeeDee Lamb and them all had a thousand or close to a thousand. I think it looks a lot more like that than, than I originally thought. I originally thought Cortland Sutton was the guy, but I do like Jerry Judy and I think he's starting to sneak up on, on people's radars. Uh, so not, not a bad pick, honestly, um, in the fifth round. I've kind of stayed away from him, but I've also stayed away from Cortland Sutton because I don't want to be the guy that gets the wrong one. And I think that's what I'm worried about. We've never seen this offense in action. I pick Judy, Sutton, Sutton's the guy. If I pick Sutton and then Judy's the guy, I'm going to be pissed off that I got one. So, and are, you, are you opposed to both why both of them on the same team? Right. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. If he were at if he were at the third pick in the in the fourth and then the third pick or fifth, whatever it is AJ has right now, yeah. um, he could have gotten cut Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy. Like it's possible I'm, to get I'm both. Not a, I'm not a fan of that. Um, there's only very few teams that I would do that on. Okay. Um, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Yes, to a lesser extent, yes. And then also, uh, I'm a by where their ADP is, uh, Stefan Dix and Gabriel Davis. So those are the okay. only really guys that I would think about probably that on um, off the top of my head. Okay. But um, so let me let me figure out what I'm going to do here because I have no clue. Uh, so your some interesting team, computer picks. Your team right now is DeAndre Swift, Alvin Kamara, T. Higgins, and Michael Pittman. You have two picks back to back here. Yeah. So we want to do a computer random pick here. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach a little bit here. Not, I mean, I don't consider it a reach, but I'm going to reach. I'm going to take 
both a receiver and a running back here. I'm going to take Chris Godwin. And then I'm going to reach and I'm going to go for my guy that I've been hot on all offseason. And I'm going to take him here in the sticks. Ooh. That's Damian Pierce. Um, I like him better than any of those guys, those other guys. I could have took quarterback there. But then remember, when you're picking on the end, you have to wait 20 picks. In this case, yep. 23 picks before you yep. get to pick again. And that easily could have meant Damian Pierce was gone and I didn't want to lose him. Um, picking him in the sixth or the seventh, either way, I, I'm okay with doing that. So I went with Damian. Okay. I like that. I mean, he's he's skyrocketing up people's draft boards. And I don't, I feel like at this point, I don't even know if you could say it's a reach on Damian Pierce wherever. I mean, obviously, if you draft him in like the first, second, or third round, or maybe like I'll tell you, I like him over Brees Hall. I like him over Cam Akers. Yeah. Um, both of those guys are going in the fourth. I mean, you um, I like him over Travis Etienne. I like him and, over just about every one of those running back Gibson, Dobbins, Akers, Montgomery. I like him over all the Brees Hall, Etienne. I like him over all those guys. So at that point, with the way our draft is even shaken mm. up here, you have we would have Damian Pierce as a third round running back, basically. Um, so like I said, it, I don't think you can I, like you can obviously say the word reach with him if you draft him higher than what his ADP is, but you're gonna get a stud with Damian Pierce. And um after you selected him and Chris Godwin, it was Miles Sanders, Elijah Mitchell, Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson. I was on the clock and I went with another running back to get three running backs here. Um, I got AJ Dillon, who we have been high on uh, this season to maybe carry the rock a little bit more while Aaron Jones is doing the work in the passing game for the Green Bay Packers. Um, so Zeke, Jacobs, and Dillon are my three running backs. AJ, you got three running backs. You got two wide receivers. Mm -hmm. Where are you going here? Man and out, you know, there's some things I want to do. There's some things I won't do. Um, I feel like I looked at tight end for a little bit and I'm at that spot really where I feel like if I don't get a tight end and it's, if I don't get a tight end here, I'm waiting for a while because just the, the, to me, it becomes what I call the tight end dead zone. Like you're looking at a TJ Hawkinson who we still need to prove it. I really do like Dallas Goddard. I would have much like rather have him with a, uh, if I had Jalen Hurts as my quarterback, but then I'm probably waiting until Pat Firemuth at the very least. And if that's not the case, then I'm talking going now so, as far as Hunter Henry and Irv Smith. So you wouldn't draft Dallas Goddard because you don't have Jalen Hurts. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I would like that better. Like I'm, 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 I like stacking sometimes with my quarterback and some of his pass catchers. If I can do that, I try to, if I can't, then I can't. I'm not saying I would not draft Dallas Goddard here. I also can get someone that I like as a receiver and then come back around. If Dallas Goddard's still there because I'm close to the turn, I can do that as well. Uh, you know, looking at the receivers, if I wanted to go three, we got an Amon Ross sitting there, sitting there who we think could have a good season. Adam Thielen could come back to being his red zone touchdown monster. Um, I could reach and go get You're still Gabe working Davis this out, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Man, Pete, it's a mock draft. It shouldn't take you this long. I thought, I thought I gave you plenty of time with my soliloquy and uh, drafting A.J. Dillon Jesus. well before. I was listening to you. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to to you. Jesus. So, yeah, wow. So sorry you're angry at me. Well, this show would not be any fun off. if A.J. wasn't on the show. Oh, that's so sweet of you. <laughs> yeah, let's see. And then he comes back around. And I will go ahead and lock in Dallas on the on the way back. So you, uh, okay, all right. So you drafted a Monra and you went Dallas Goddard. You got your tight end locked up. You got three wide receivers, three running backs now in your tight end. I'm back on the clock here, and uh, you know I did I did get what you were saying with the tight ends and like it, it, there is certain tight ends that I don't know if I would want this early, and there's still some wide receivers that's obviously sitting here in front of me that I would like a lot more. Um, and I have Justin Jefferson, obviously, as my wide receiver one, Allen Robinson. And uh, laugh at me all you want here, guys. But I am actually I would in, in a normal draft, I would be debating between Rashad Bateman and Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis has that potential, that ceiling of just being such a great fantasy player this year. Rashad Bateman's the number one wide receiver in that offense. But how do we know if that offense is going to be that efficient in the passing game and <sighs> to the receivers. I, yeah, it's just, I'm just trying, I'm definitely going receiver here. And you know how I felt about Juju, but I will go with Gabe Davis. I'm going to go with a safe play here um, in Gabe Davis. Now, 
I picked him, and Aaron, I, I know I keep doing this to you here with your picks and also putting mine on like other picks on top of yours, but in a situation with Justin Jefferson, Allen Robinson, and Gabe, Justin Jefferson and Allen Robinson as your two wide receivers, is there um, a consideration of like going a safe receiver or a risk Talk receiver at that point? Say that again. I'm sorry. That if you have Allen Robinson and who? Allen Robinson and Justin Jefferson as your two wide receivers. And you're on the clock sitting there looking at Gabe Davis and Rashad Bateman or Juju Smith shoes. Like, are if you? If I were you in that situation, I would have gone Rashad Bateman. For what reason? Well, he's the number one receiver on his team, and we know that. Okay. I'm for big on I'm I'm big on clear guys that who 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 are the targets. And um, before I start looking for guys that might be targets, you know what I mean? Like I, okay. I think that's when you get to these middle rounds. I'm looking for I'm looking for safe plays, but I'm looking for sure volume like just your opportunity and we know Gabe Davis is going to get his opportunity but he's still the second guy on that team um and and perhaps maybe the third if you really talk about minus the running game minus Stefan Diggs and uh and even you look at my you look at the team that I've drafted now I've got a lot of twos on my team now too I've got Gabe Davis who's a two on his offense I've got AJ Dillon who's a two on his offense and I got Allen Robinson who's also a two on his offense. So now looking back at it, that definitely is something that I should have um, considered. But other yeah, than that, Rashad Bateman did go after me. Juju I was hoping Rashad Bateman was going to last to me because that's who I was going to take. But my, I was with you. My choices were going to be Rashad Bateman or Gabe Davis. Yeah. Obviously both are gone now, so yeah. doesn't matter. Um, but I actually like where I'm, where I'm at here. Um, I'm not in a huge rush necessarily to take the quarterback here, but I am going to. Uh, I'm going to do a nice little, nice little Aaron Rodgers here, and then I'm going to stack it with Alan Lazard, Ooh. and um, just you know, play again a clear guy that right now is the clear number one in that offense, and Aaron Rodgers. Obviously. I like that. I like that pick. I like that stack there. Um, I'm back on the clock now. Singletary, Patterson, <laughs> Pollard, and the Bills defense went. Um, I think I'm. I, I don't like just like forcing like the word stack out there. Um, but I am also going to jump on my tight end here. Uh, I like Dawson Knox this year in that Bill's offense. I think just about every weapon in that Bill's offense is going to be productive. Um, and it does suck to see that I just drafted Gabe Davis and then Dawson Knox. And I have Josh Allen, like a lot of shares of the Buffalo offense, but it's that good of an offense to where you can say, maybe that'll happen. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's one of those offenses where you can say, okay, I'm glad I have multiple shares of that. Um, AJ's on the clock now with back-to-back Seahawks running backs before him. And yeah. Ken Walker, yeah. And, and I was really hoping Ken Walker would have lasted to me. I was going to pick him up and be very happy with that. But I also was looking at the board and I'm the last one to take a quarterback and it's the one that I would love to have <laughs> here. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and add Trey Lance to my team. Uh, I do think he's got a nice potential of the season. We think he's going to be a rusher of the football. You've seen what he can do with the deep ball, and if his consistency stays up, uh, I think he can have himself a pretty solid season there. Um, And then, ooh, that's fun. I'm not going to do it (laughs) because we don't know what that is. Uh, I am going to go ahead and draft. I'm going to jump down pretty far, but I think I like this and like when he comes back. I'm going to go ahead and grab James Robinson. You son of a bitch. And put him on my squad. Uh, it's got a long time before I come back, you know, and uh, yeah, I like him better than some of the other running backs that are sitting there. Yeah, I don't need to hear it. I don't think I've, I've got a mock or a regular draft without drafting James Robinson because I love James yeah. Robinson this year. Um, talking about that Trey Lance pick, though, um, any of you guys worry that Jim, this Jimmy G stuff coming into play this season? I, I remember you guys talking about it last night, but in terms of fantasy, when you're drafting Trey Lance, um, okay, all right, that's, that's you would all take I- the chance on Trey Lance because you're not going to take the chance on Jimmy G as your fantasy quarterback. I mean, okay. You may pick him up if Trey Lance dies, but <laughs> I mean, he's not he's not a draftable. That's fair. QB in my opinion, that's fair. Uh, I'm back on the clock here. Uh, I think I feel the need to go back to the running back side of things. Um, because I just have Ezekiel Elliott, Josh Jacobs, and A.J. Dillon. I was really hoping to get James Robinson because that would be a one on my team instead of a two, which is kind of seeming like that's where we're at here with a lot of these running backs. Um, But I – oh, man, James Cook. 
James, <laughs> James Cook, but that's another Bills player. I don't know if I just want to keep loading. Okay, so <laughs> is it in this situation, uh, your feelings of James Cook aside, is there ever a certain amount of players from a team that you wouldn't like? Is there is there a limit of how many players or Bills players maybe or Chiefs players or something like that that you're um, thinking about that you can't have that many? Okay. Hmm. James Cook it is. When um, when Peyton Manning threw 50 touchdowns, 55 touchdowns or whatever, you know who won our fantasy championship, the league I was in? This is the guy who had Julian Thomas, Sean Moreno, Eric Decker, Demarius Thomas, and Peyton Manning. Like, if you have an offense that's going to go off, you're you're getting it. But think about it. The Bills are going to be one of the highest scoring offenses in the league. Yep. And they're you have all the players, every time they score, you're going to have a piece of it. Probably double. But Vinny's going to have him on the bench, so. <laughs> hey, well, I don't know about I don't know about me benching uh, James damn Cook. Damn it. I, I like James Cook. Oh, we're going on the moose? My tight end just went. I was going to go the moose. The moose was loose, and now he's loose on somebody else. <laughs> but it's okay, because I am going to slide in here, and I'm going to take another wide receiver here, I think. Um I really, really like this wide receiver, and I think I think he's going to have a here, and I like the situation that he's in, so I will take Christian Kirk. It is. Uh, yeah. Normally, I have my back-to-back picks. I don't know what I want to really do here. Ew. 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 Well, I forgot, kick, uh-huh. I forgot to take off kickers and defenses on the draft, so sorry about that one, boys. Oof. Okay. I'm not drafting them. Oof, oof, oof. Yeah, of course you're not. Yeah, what the what their point is. <laughs> um, look again, I'm going to I'm going to not reach here, but I, I feel like this person's being drafted way too late for being the number two option on a team that's going to put up points and because he's starting hurt, but I'm taking Michael Gallup. I think he is a surefire wide receiver three um, this season, and uh I think he's dropped way too late. Okay. All right. Um, after so you go ahead, Kirk and Gallup. After that went Gordon, Claypool, the Rams defense, and Sky Moore. Uh, I'm going to ask you a similar question to what I asked you guys before uh, when referring to how many too many of a certain type of players. Um, is there is there a certain number or limit you have on rookies on your team? I'm not a big rookie guy, so yeah. not all the rookies can break can be great. Um, yeah. You're not going to find too many rookies on my team. <laughs> a couple, maybe max. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I think where I'm at right now and going way too far down the board, I should say, um, is I'm between George Pickens and Michael Carter here. My running backs are James Cook, AJ Dillon, Josh Jacobs, Ezekiel Elliott. Wide receivers are Justin Jefferson, A. Rob, Gabe Davis. George Pickens, the rookie, we don't know what he is yet, but obviously there's a lot of hype, and he's a dynasty darling. But redraft leagues, who knows? The Michael Carter uh, has got Brees Hall back there, a little torn between those two. Um, but, you know, I think I'm going to take my shot on George Pickens. You guys know how high I've been on him for quite some time, so I'm just going to lock in George Pickens. That was uh, probably I don't like where that. I was going to go. That was oh, probably yeah. where I was going to go. I, I, don't, I don't love that pick there. I think there's better receivers. Yeah. I, I, like, I like the upside. I think he has a shot at being one of the better rookies, and uh, you asked the rookie question. That's a thought process that I have. It, as I get later in the draft, I don't mind picking up a couple of them that I think can break out. Um, damn, savage. <laughs> I think I think definitely something to note here is now I am balls deep in this draft. I just picked my uh, at the ten oh six spot, and I am looking back and just like Aaron suggested, I might have some regrets about Josh Allen in the second pick. But you know, when you have Josh Allen tearing it up, you might not have those regrets. So uh, I am going to take a different rookie here. I'm, I'm, I'm a little torn between Robert Woods and uh, Garrett Wilson, only because I don't think Tennessee's offense is going to be good enough. Uh, and I don't know if Robert Woods can break out the way he did or play well as he did with uh, Matt Stafford that he, did, that he will with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, so I'm going to take the hopeful upside of Garrett Wilson and see if he can do what I think he's going to do for me. And then uh, I am actually going to take my final running back, which will be Naheem Hines, so I can get both shares of that backfield. Um, Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, 
You can make that face if you want, but he's I, a check I, out I king, Mr. Slipscreen himself. So uh, I, I think you can see him back like he was a couple years ago when he was finding himself in the end zone for the last five or six weeks of the season. So I'm I think sure. Naeem Hines is a good pick. I just don't pick him if I have Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's you my fifth start running him. back. So I'm just saying, because you, but you would just never start him. You would never be able to start him and Jonathan well, and, and if Jonathan Taylor gets hurt, they would bring somebody else in because Naeem Hines wouldn't be the full every down back. He's just different. Like mm-hmm. To me, Naeem Hines is a flex play, and you draft him as that. So if you have Jonathan Taylor, I just feel like almost a waste of a draft pick, draft documents, because you would never start. And if you did, you'd be you'd be guessing everything. Not that it's a bad pick. I just don't I, I, I just couldn't do it. Do you do the Jets wide? Do any of these Jets wide receivers? Obviously, like Elijah Moore is getting some hype. Garrett Wilson gets some hype. Uh, do any of these wide receivers that scare you a little bit with the quarterback situation of like Zach Wilson being hurt? Unsure when he comes back. Joe Flacco there. No, no, nothing, no fears. Joe okay. Flacco's not a starting quarterback because he's old, not because he's not a um, serviceable quarterback. Okay. I mean, like Elijah Elijah Moore was having himself a field day when Joe Flacco was in there throwing the ball around. So I, I think if anything, it gets these guys started and they're ready to rock when Zach Wilson gets back. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I selected jo- uh, Jarvis Landry um, with my next pick, getting some more, getting a, a more safer pick. Uh, I, I've got a lot of dart throws and shots in my roster right now and um, trying to round it out with maybe some safety and Jarvis Landry there with the Saints offense and Jam- Jamison Winston, famous Jamison Winston. Um Jay Tuck went shortly after me, though. So, Aaron, I know you're dying to get Jay Tuck on your team, and you're not going to be able to get him. Poor guy. He doesn't get his kicker. Kickers are the best players in fantasy. Kicker lives matter. 40 I got three 40. picks left. <laughs> yep. Kicker lives do matter, but I am not going to take a tight end here. I am going to take another wide receiver, I think. Um, part of this just speaks to the – the lack of depth at the running back position that I told you guys before, you don't take running backs early. There's going to come a point where there's nobody left and you can try to justify all the James cooks and all the Naheem Hines and Alexander Madison's that you want, but they're not any good in fantasy. Um, So I'm going to take more receivers here and I'm going to double stack. I guess you can say the Packers and make sure I have the number one receiver here. And then I'm also going to take, a little bit of a sleeper that I really, really like here, and that's Isaiah McKenzie uh, from yeah. Buffalo. Ooh. Nice pick. Nice yeah, he's pick. He's a good one. I, I don't want to talk. I'm not. I, I You had good picks. It is what it is. But there was a player that was just picked, not on either of our teams, but Daryl Henderson um, with the Rams. Don't No need to talk about him. No need to do nope. okay. more Cam Akers. I think both okay. of them are. There's been reports that Cam Akers look slow. Yeah, and not that's explosive. Yeah. And Daryl Henderson already nursing injuries. I don't like anybody in the Rams' backfield right now. I think that backfield. Yeah. Uh, I will go with Brian Robinson. I was torn between Isaiah Spiller and Brian Robinson. I know I'm just loading up on all these rookies. Um, but I kind Both of – I, I might be drinking the Kool-Aid of what – He got shot. He's not, he might not even play. I don't need him to play right away. I don't need them to play right away. Okay. I'm he just, might not play at all. He might. No, he, he was, he's, he was seen on crutches. He's just talking about him coming back in 22, 22, but that's also, that was just like keeping the feel good story going. So come on guys, it's going to be some time before he plays football. I, I just dropped Brian Robinson out of the feel good story. Shout out Brian Robinson. Hope you, you feel know, better, buddy. His, his Otis Anderson life. Hey, you guys like those players. Hey, Funk and B-Rob. R.I.P. R.I.P. So I'm going to take the eventual starting running back out of Atlanta and Mr. Tyler Algier down here. Um, Anyways, (laughs) and then. uh, That offensive line, they're going to start nobody. They're just going to start everybody going to quit. Nah, it'd be all right. Go, Cornell, go. That man's got it like that. Um, I mean, so. I mean, I guess this would be technically a kicker in defense land, but um, for oh, shits and giggies. Yeah, none of us are taking kickers in defense. I yet. know we're not. I'm just saying, like, in a normal draft, that more than likely has kickers in defense. I'm not even going to take a tight end. I don't care. What? you got to at least take a tight end. 
to I'll talk about it at least. You got to take a tight end. I'll, I'll tell you who I would take. Oh, yeah, I'm forcing you to take a tight end. I'm not forcing you to do nothing. I got the plan with my I will change, I, I, but I have control of the draft here. I'm going to force. Mm. I'm literally, hold I'll on. I'll end this studio. I will end the stream. Don't even get me started. Super reach. So uh, I will, don't put my, really, Sternberger. Yeah. Sternberger? Oh, that's get hilarious. Sternberger as your Vinny, last. make your pick. Let's go. I shall make my pick because the running back I was torn about getting before, before I drafted me, oh, so many rookies. So many rookies <laughs> on my team. Isaiah uh, Spiller's not even – he's not even going to be the backup. Bullshit. Get out of here. They said he does not look good. Isaiah Spiller? Yes. Have you not been paying attention to How things have changed because I remember the first few weeks of training camp and preseason that they were like, oh, my God, Isaiah Spiller is getting reps at the ones. He's been that good. Bro. Like, that was a thing. That was a thing. I haven't seen that was, it. I, that was I, a I, your I, thing. No, no, if that was a real thing, I have not yeah. seen any of those stuff. That stuff about Isaiah Spiller looking like like Mario Goodrich. Hey man, RIP <laughs> Mario Goodrich, man. He got cut. Uh, <laughs> can you please remove the tight end for me? No, you you have to get Jay Sternberger. Forced upon you <laughs> to take Jay Sternberger. <laughs> All right. So normally here, if I had to draft the tight end, I honestly would probably go uh David Njoku here. I think he's a sleeper tight end to have a really good year uh, with the Cleveland Browns. But I then mean, I could also go Irv Smith or Noah Fant. And basically my point being is if you don't take a tight end early, don't be in a rush to take one. You can draft one late. They're all going to be the same. you got to just hope you can get the one that hits. But you can stream if you need to as well. Um, I'm taking this person here. I think he could end up being the number one wide receiver in Kansas City. Uh, I've talked about it before. This person here. <laughs> yeah, Nicole Hardman. They, they can see it. I mean, shit. They can see it. Um, <laughs> and then I, I'm. Mm. God, the running backs. It's so bad. That's and I also it. just found out that Isaiah Spiller might miss week one of the regular season. So not that I was going to, not that he would have started on any team in like the week one, but like. That's a thing. So that's more. That's more time for Josh Kelly to be the number uh, two running back. So this is where I usually type, like to take some like deep, deep flyers, guys that may not be great right away, but could come out and end up being something late in the season or something like that. Uh, so I am going to throw a rookie in here, and there's some guys that I like over him, but I'm just going to say, you know what? What the hey? I'm going to take David. Okay. I was going to say Christian Watson, but I was like, I already got Romeo Dubs now. Yeah. That's where I thought you were going. I, thought you were I don't going. have to make the point. Like, technically, I will tell you, on a lot of dynasty teams, I have all three. Lazard, Dubs, and uh, Christian Watson. And it's because I'm waiting for that first couple of weeks to see who it's going to be. Is this a crazy strategy to do to consider taking, like, a Jamison Williams here, putting him on your IR spot, and then going to free agency right after? For a redraft league? Yeah. Yeah. It is? Okay. 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 That's Just because most redraft leagues, honestly, um, unless you have IR spots you can waste, that's great. But um, if you don't have IR spots really to waste, you could just be wasting a roster spot all year. Even when he comes back, it's going to take him time to get started. And then by that time, it's what? Week 10, 11? Are you really trusting him in your fantasy playoffs? Um, no. Yeah, probably not. Um, I finished it off with DJ Chark. Uh, just a dark throw, really, my draft. That was This was a tough draft. I'd like to uh stricken this from the record but uh um, i only have three running backs hey i got some i got a whole lot of rookie running backs but so i only have to start two so i'm okay yeah so your team right now while aj takes a few uh for his final pick deandre swift alvin oh hey the draft's over uh deandre swift alvin Kamara, and damian pierce are your running backs and then a whole lot of wide receivers if you want to see what uh wide receivers receiver <laughs> what why what if you want to see what wide receiver aaron has go watch our youtube show um aj you have jonathan taylor saquon barkley james connor james robinson naeem hines and tyler algier as your running backs uh and your wide receivers are headlined by jalen waddle and mike williams my team is headlined by Justin Jefferson, Josh Allen, and Ezekiel Elliott. I've got some a whole lot of rookies there. If you if you need a rookie, I've got them. Um, but that does it though for our final mock draft of the season. Uh, fantasy is right around the corner. Like real, 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 real draft next week. 
whoever wants to play, they gotta let us know. Yeah, you got let us know. Open. Yeah. Send us a message. Let us know you want to be in our league. Hmm. If not, we're gonna start giving away to people. I, yeah. I, 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 I and honestly, all you guys talk shit to us. I'm the best. I'm the best. Well, where you at? Let us know you want to be in it so we can get you in it. Yeah, we're about to create the biggest, largest, greatest fantasy league, the hardest fantasy league you guys will ever. You want the challenge? Come step up to the plate. Uh, if you don't, you don't want that smoke. That's just what you are. Um, but tomorrow we will be breaking down what two teams. Aaron, get your handy dandy notebook out, whip it out, and uh, it whoa, is. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. Don't don't ask for it. Don't ask for it when you can't handle it. Uh, Steelers and Bengals. Oh, Bengals fans, I'm back. Oh no. Oh no. Well, again, this is again. I mean, we've been we've been getting some heavy hitters lately with our controversial Patriots episodes, our controversial Titans episodes, and maybe tomorrow we'll have another very controversial season preview featuring the Bengals and the Steelers live at 10 a.m. Eastern time right here on YouTube. But until then, for my best friend, Aaron Mukes, and for your boy, AJ Johnson, I am me. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. How was that for some top-tier NFL content? If you enjoyed that episode, go ahead and hit that follow button before you go. And don't forget to check us out on your favorite social media platform at Sac City Pod. Welcome to the city.